the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. This program is sponsored by Dave Stahl. Buckle up and start your engines. This is You Ought to Know with Dave Stahl. With 30-plus years of automotive experience, Dave is here to educate you on everything from repairing your vehicle to the latest industry news and trends. If it's automotive, Dave covers it. It's time for You Ought to Know with Dave Stahl on The Answer San Diego. <laughs> All right, folks, welcome to You Ought to Know. FM 961 AM 1170, The Answer. Hey, this hour is brought to you by Southwest Point of Sale. Go to southwestpos.com. Got a small business and you're looking for uh, a checkout system where you don't have to have a human being? Well, do like Walmart, Home Depot, and Costco. Go self-checkout. Nationally recognized for their superior service and technical support. Seven day a week, 24 hours a day. Jeff and Mark and his team can take care of all your needs. So that's 1-800-540-2149 or southwestpos.com. And Hot Rods and Custom Stuff. If you're into hot rods and cool cars, then you need to check out Hot Rods and Custom Stuff. Go to hotrodscustomstuff.com. If you're buying a hot rod, working on a hot rod, or just looking for parts and pieces. All right. Going to take a listen to a program called GM Super Cruise. Not 100% convinced. It's a hands-free system for your General Motors car. But uh, Jonathan uh, Vitale, he's the assistant program engineer for GM, is going to try to convince you. Take a listen. Hey, folks, guess what? Chevrolet is going whole hog on Super Cruise. That's right. they got 22 vehicles globally that are going to be using this uh, system. And i got Jonathan Vitale. He's the assistant program engineer and manager for Super Cruise. So, Jonathan, sounds like Super Cruise is doing exactly what you want it to do. Uh, absolutely. We're, we're uh, launching on, like you mentioned, 22 vehicles by the end of the calendar year 23. Uh, you know, we want to make sure that we get these this awesome system into more of our customers' hands. So, for folks that maybe are not aware of what is Super Cruise and wh- what are the benefits to the to the consumer if they jump into a GM product and it has that button on the steering wheel? Yeah, that's a great question, Dave. So, Super Cruise is the first true hands-free driver assistance system. Um, so this allows the driver to drive completely hands-free uh, on over uh, 400,000 miles uh, coming soon of our Super Cruise-enabled roads. Um, we can do this by using our uh, driver monitoring system, which you know makes sure that the driver's eyes are engaged on the road and they're not doing something they shouldn't be. Uh, but this allows them to drive truly hands-free, uh, which is something that we take great pride in. And uh, as far as is this going to work on all freeways uh, or is it just uh, back roads or all of the above? 
Well, you can check out on the Chevrolet website, we have all of our mapped roads. So we're expanding from 200,000 mile, uh, 200, miles of roads to 400,000 miles uh, of roads. So this includes interstates and non-divided roads. So with this expansion, we're really increasing the number of super cruise enabled roads that uh, customers are able to use the system on. So, so you're going down a freeway and if all of a sudden you're on a designated General Motors Super Cruise roadway, will there something on the vehicle on the dashboard light up and tell you that you are on that particular Super Cruise road? That's correct. So uh, if your vehicle's um, equipped with Super Cruise, uh, you'll get the white steering wheel icon uh, will pop up on the dash once you're on one of those Super Cruise enabled roads. So once you see that icon pop up, you're able to um, you know, hit the, hit the button to engage. Uh, and then the Super Cruise system will take over. Well, I kind of figured that'd be the case because no way is anybody going to remember 400,000 miles of roads that you're jumping into. <laughs> and, right. and, and likewise, when you get off of that specific road, then the vehicle will alert you again to, dis, to disengage Super Cruise and get your hands back on the wheel. Absolutely. Yep. We make sure that the driver is fully engaged um, well before the, the road uh, you know, the enabled road is no longer available or, you know, if, if there's anything that would prevent the system from operating that we right. can control. Yeah, like construction or traffic or what have you. So there's 22 vehicles that are going to come out with Super Cruise. You know, that's a lot mm -hmm. of vehicles in the lineup. So I would just was going to make it a little easier by saying which ones don't have Super Cruise right now. Because I'm sure that list is smaller. Uh, um. So we've, we've already announced 12 of those vehicles uh, that, that are getting the system. And when we say 22, we're talking across all of our GM brands. Right. So um, on, on Chevrolet, um, you know, we have the Bolt, which currently has it, the Bolt EUV. Um, uh, then we have our Sierra and uh, Silverado uh, on the Chevy platform as well. And then, um, like we mentioned in the uh, press release, uh, the full-size SUVs, including the Suburban, uh, Suburban Tahoe, um, uh, the Escalade and the um, Yukon will also be giving those. So those are just to name a few uh, that, right. that we uh, have announced in the past. But, um, you know, as we come out with more, we'll make sure to, to uh, uh, announce that so that all of our customer knows that they can get the vehicles that they want um, equipped with Super Cruise when it becomes available. And I'm sure if you're going online, which I highly recommend, uh, if you're thinking of purchasing any vehicle in the General Motors lineup, if you're going through and it's, you know, whatever, I'm sure there'll be an option for Super Cruise, and that way you'll know for sure whether it has it. If that option's not in that lineup of options that you pick, pick and choose from, well, then you just know that vehicle doesn't have, you know, Super Cruise uh, today. So I think that's probably the easiest way to uh, figure out what's got it and what doesn't have it. Absolutely. So how many miles have you got behind Super Cruise? Have you gotten comfortable with it? Because I think that's the key. Consumers just have to use it and get comfortable with it. Yeah, I, I have over 5,000 miles personally using Super Cruise system. Um, you know, here in Michigan, uh, a lot of people like to travel up north. And actually, my parents, what we call up north is northern Michigan. And my parents live in northern Michigan, so they're about six hours away. So on a Friday evening, you know, a six-hour drive sounds like a mammoth of a task. But when you have Super Cruise, 
it really takes a lot of the stress out of driving. Uh, I'm going to be completely honest with you. That six hour trip goes by like nothing. And then when you get it, you get there, you're ready to go out and have dinner and drinks or, you know, whatever you uh, want to do with your family. So I love the system, feel very comfortable with it. And I think when more customers get to experience it, they're going to share those same feelings. I, I totally, totally agree. So you're, are we going to, uh, well, we've got super cruise and vehicles now. So the 2023 models, they're going to, you know, that's when you're going to see more and more uh, cruise. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, you know, by the end of calendar year 23, we're going to be on 22 models. Um, wow. Like I mentioned before, we already announced 12 of those. So we're going to be announcing more as the year goes on. Um, but uh, yeah, this, this um, map expansion, though, that we, we talked about earlier, I think that's the, the biggest thing because we're enabling so many more roads, starting sure. with our SUVs that I mentioned before. So, you know, like I mentioned on my drives uh, to northern Michigan, and once I got off the interstate, then I was no longer able to use Super Cruise. So now I can use, you know, um, from when I get on the, the freeway here to actually where my parents live in the UP is all Super Cruise Road. So I'm really excited for, wow. you know, this to be to be launched on our SUV so that I can hop in there and use that and, you know, really see the, the full potential of Super Cruise. Wow, fantastic. Well, I'm definitely going to have to get one out of the press fleet and pull the trigger. <laughs> and, um, and then I'll I'll take it on a nice long trip uh, down here in Southern California, and then we'll get back together and chat some more about it. Oh, that sounds great, Dave. Yeah, let me let me know your thoughts. I'd love to hear. I sure will. All right, buddy. Thanks, and have a wonderful day. Yeah, you too. Thank you for your time. My pleasure. All right, folks. Welcome back to the You Ought to Know Show, FM ninety six one AM eleven seventy. The Answer. Segment is brought to you by Express Auto Service, 7633 Elk Boulevard. Go to com. They work on all my cars. Dave and Connie, family owned and operated, just do a wonderful, wonderful job. Hey, we got Kristen Barclay on the line. Kristen, my dear, how are you? How are you today? There must not be any football on, otherwise, you wouldn't be calling me. I call you every Sunday. Rain, shine, football, power outages, hurricanes. Come on. Well, that is true. Yes, you you, you are not a fair weather caller in her. She, she got, called it even during that hurricane going through. I know. Like, that's right. Yeah, no. That's dedication right there. That girl is. She is dedicated. So what are you driving this week? Brandon's got my back. Yeah. I am riding in style and comfort, elegant, in the uh, Genesis G80. Beautiful vehicle. Isn't that thing amazing car? Kind of like a work of art. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it, it makes you oh, almost excited to, to drive a midsize sedan. And I just say almost just because, you know, it's it's a sedan. Um, you know, and, and I know that sedans aren't the most exciting thing to drive, but this is one of my favorites. Mm-hmm. Um, the, just the design. It's It's got a, a, a great stance. It's elegant. It's not in your face, but it's unique. Um, especially the wheels. Like, I really, really like the way the wheels look on this. Um, but it's such a luxury sedan that it has a lot of nice touches. I know when, you know, Genesis came out years ago, um, they had kind of a slow start, slow rolling start, you might want to say, and they have just been able to build on that foundation to the point where I really feel like they're establishing themselves as a luxury brand um, from the outside to the inside to the way it drives and handles. And I even feel like the pricing's right. Like the, I was in the Sport Prestige, and before you added some options, it was at sixty three thousand seven hundred. 
added in little extras, and now it's at seventy-one thousand five ninety-five as driven. I still think that's pricing is is fair for what you get. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I you're, I'm, I absolutely agree with you, and it's and it always it just amazes me when you really stop and think about it that they can take a vehicle and put as much luxury in it for the price. It's it's almost it's like, geez, are you guys not trying to make money on your cars? Because I really think dollar for dollar, your bang for your buck is right there on that Genesis if you're looking for a four-door luxury car. Well, and when you're looking at the competition, so this competes with the Mercedes-Benz E-Class, the BMW 5 Series, or the Audi A6. Mm-hmm. You know, I think I think there's a lot of touches. There's a lot of, you know, think, the little things that they thought about that set it apart from some of its competitors. And I don't want to pick on Mercedes, but um, you know, I'm often in, we're often in E-Class as a loaner whenever the car's in the shop, or mm-hmm. it used to be. And, and I think the G80 is nicer. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I, I, the Lexicon surround sound system's got 21 speakers. Um, it's got two subwoofers, and they kind of put them under the seat. And I don't really care for bass in my auto, but mm-hmm. if you have it balanced right, the sound system in this thing is phenomenal. Um, one thing I noticed, I had to drive about an hour one way the other day and all of a sudden my feet started moving and I was like, okay, what's going on? I didn't, I'm pretty sure I didn't hit anything. My daughter's in the back seat. I'm like, is she somehow adjusting my seat? Like what's going on? But the ergo has this ergo, what they call ergo motion and the driver's seat, I guess, noticed that I was maybe getting fatigued. And so it started mm-hmm. into this automatic posture correction. A little blip came up on the screen that said it was correcting it and it was Incredible how much difference it made um, in that, you know, getting tired from sitting and driving that long. Matter of fact, my watch popped on about the time the seat moved and said, time to stand. Um, so, you know, perfect wow. timing. But uh, I know, right? Um, this this model had the 3.5 turbo engine. So 375 horsepower, 391 pound-feet of torque uh, with an eight-speed auto. And uh, just kind of the perfect amount of uh, pickup, get-up-and-go um actually more than you need the one thing um that that i did notice is the fuel tank um it's a little bit thirsty um 20 20 combined 17 city 26 highways what it's rated as but um you know just doing the the drive the average amount of driving that i normally do i noticed that i'm i'm headed towards empty faster than i i usually am so a little bit thirsty um, but you know, comfortable. And the other thing I, I, that I noticed, and I don't know the lot, you know, if you were in a G80 recently, but the seats are a little firm. It's not that they're not comfortable, um, but they're a little firm. And I, I'm, I'm wondering if that's because it's a sport model. Well, they they are a little firm, and you notice it. But once you get wherever you're going and you get out, you don't have back aches. You you don't have to stretch and twist. So I don't know if that mild stiffness contributes to the comfort on a long trip. Mercedes, on the other hand, not so much the new ones, but back in the day, those things were hard as a rock. But again, once you got to where you were going, you didn't have back aches. seems like the softer the seats, the more stretching and tweaking you had to do once you got out of the car. So I think that has to do... Unless, unless where you ever you got out, you, you had to stretch. I don't think you would, did you? No, no. And I think, you know, I think you're right. I think that's a great point. Um, between the adjustable seats, you know, the, the 12 ways you can adjust it. Between the, like I said, the, um, 
the the ergo seats uh-huh. and, and the fact that it would start the stretching. No, I had no problems at all. Yeah. It, I only noticed the firmness in the seats the first time I got in. Right. Um, but I point that out because, you know, when someone goes and test drives a vehicle, they're often not in the vehicle more than 10 minutes. Right. And so I think if it's like you and I and you're not driving it for a week, and like you said, notice, hey, you know, I went on a long drive and I'm not noticing any any back pain or discomfort or having a stretch or whatever, um, you wouldn't notice that in just a short test drive. Yeah, you might you might consider that stiffness as a negative. Right. In the yeah, first initial initial sit down. Yeah. Yeah, and and, and a neat some of the neat features I noticed this week while while driving it. Um, you know, did the Costco run and you know, forgot, hey, it's two weeks before Thanksgiving. Everybody, their brother, their mom, their sister, like all of Texas was in the parking lot. And, you know, so I'm trying to navigate, and I notice it has, like, a little virtual reality display in the camera setting as you're driving, you know, uh, uh, forward through the parking lot. And I was like, well, that's a great safety feature, you know, kind of a heads-up, um, great way to see if something, you know, maybe you didn't initially notice as you're driving and looking forward as to the right or the left are coming at you as those shopping carts tend to kind of go rogue on you in the parking lot sometimes. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought that was great. And also, you know, the turning right and left, um, really, you know, the, the way that camera comes on, really useful right now with all the traffic, the additional traffic that's on the road um, for seeing things, you know, not just cars, not just curves like we've talked about before, but people. Because I feel like a lot of times, you know, you kind of look, okay, I'm clear, and you, you go to move, and all of a sudden a person, especially children, mm-hmm. kind of come out of nowhere, and you could miss them without that, that additional uh, safety check. Yeah. I, I, I totally agree. And I love the cameras. And I, doesn't it have that system to where your kids can't get out of the back seat if a car is flying down on the left side? Yes. They, yeah. Which I think is. Um, I'm pretty sure it has it. Yeah. I said yes. And now, yeah, now I'm not 100%. I mean, I'm trying to remember. But, um, you know, my kids now have kind of moved more to the front seat when there's only one of them in. So. Right. Right. That's something. That, it's a great feature. I know what you're speaking of, but I'm not. I'm not 100 percent sure. Yeah, but um, but if you're looking for a four door luxury car with the best warranty out there, because no, no, nobody else comes up with a 10 year hundred thousand and a five year sixty. I mean, nobody as far as the competition goes. No, and you know, one thing that I was I was having a discussion recently with somebody who was considering. Um, some of the German vehicles. And I asked him, I said, have you driven a Genesis? Have you looked at Genesis? I said, you know, I really like them. I'm very impressed by them. And this comes from uh, a Mercedes owner. And I, one thing that I pointed out that Mercedes doesn't offer, at least in the model that we had, is the complimentary service valet. Mm-hmm. So, you know, the fact that they can come pick up your car, take it to service, and they bring you a vehicle mm-hmm. if you need it, or they just come pick yours up, take it, get it serviced, and bring it back. Um, the more people are working from home these days, that's a great luxury feature yeah So, in addition to the warranty that's something that people should consider yeah well you know and you have to look at the the whole package you know when you're getting ready to buy a car try not to make it emotional you know try to make it sensible because you're probably going to be in the vehicle a minimum of three to five years so make sure it's going to be something that you're going to love to drive and enjoy it and 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 realize that maybe this is a car you'll keep forever you never know yeah, I mean, I think people are starting to own them a little bit longer now, just because of that supply demand issue that we talked about previously. Yeah. Um, I don't, I don't think you can go wrong with a Genesis. I know that you know it's it's kind of that it's still a new brand. I want to say you know it's a brand that's still maybe in its infancy. Um, but uh, for everything that you get, the added value, the ride, 
and the look of the vehicle, it's one you might want to keep around a little bit longer, and there's you know nothing wrong with that. Yeah, the only thing lagging from Genesis is their advertising. They just don't have the word out like they have with some of their other sister vehicles. I mean, they really need to start pushing you know this car because once they do and they get people driving it, they're gonna you're, they're gonna find that it's gonna be a challenge to keep them on the on the dealer lot because I think again it's it's a great deal. What was the pricing on yours? Um, as tested, a little over seventy one thousand. But like I was saying, if you if you didn't have some of those options, you could get in around sixty three thousand. Yeah, but look um, at BMW, you know, I, look at BMW, look at Mercedes, look at Lexus. Goodness gracious, what is an LS five hundred is ninety or hundred grand? Right, and I, you know the other thing is that you know design to me, you know there's there's a lot of people who find some of the designs right now, especially with the German manufacturers going very kind of polarizing because they're going in your face, so to speak. You know they're they're getting really bold. And I feel like the Genesis it balanced the boldness with kind of a timeless look as well. Um, and the handling is great. I mean, I don't think I even talked about the handling, but the handling is mm-hmm. it's great. The stance, the wideness of it, uh, makes the ride quality, and then it has an active noise cancellation, so the road was a good, quiet ride. We really enjoy driving it. Um, you know, it's something I, – I, I'm not in the market for sedan, but Genesis as a brand is at the top of my shopping list for a luxury category. Right. Well, you have something in the garage. You ought to just tow it down there and said the battery's dead. We'll trade it in on a Genesis. And don't say it. <laughs> I'm waiting for you. And I'm waiting for you to come to Texas to help me with that. I'm just waiting for you to come visit, and we'll just uh, we'll go car car swapping instead of car shopping. How about but, that? But wouldn't that be something if you went to a dealer and said, "Look, I've got a Genesis. It was given to me by my grandparents. I have no desire for it. The battery's dead. You know, I'll trade it in on a Genesis. What will you give me?" And then leave it at that. Yeah, you said a Genesis, but it was a Mercedes. But you know what? I'm too honest to be that, Dave. No, no, no. I, oh, yeah. I can't. Yeah, I know. Because you're, you're a good person. I couldn't do it either, so don't feel bad. Because karma will get you. Yeah. Yeah. So true. So yeah. true. See, and then I feel guilty driving my Genesis out of the driveway. I wouldn't be able to enjoy it. Because uh... <laughs> they're going to say, what the heck? No, I know. I know. I know. I know. So what are you doing for Thanksgiving? I'm going to take a little road trip down to some um, some friends that are like adopted family. And uh, my daughter's already left. The house is quiet. Whoa, that's twice now. I know. I'm going to starve until Wednesday. So I'll lose a couple pounds before Thanksgiving. It's perfect. <laughs> <laughs> what are you driving, the Genesis? Uh, I'm, you know what? No, I'm really looking forward. I'm going to have a Hyundai Palisade, which I haven't driven oh. one yet. And this is the XRT model, which uh. is perfect because we're going out in the country. So I'm Man. excited. Fantastic. All right. Well, I can't wait to hear the review on that next Sunday. Otherwise, you have a a wonderful Thanksgiving day with friends and family and give the kids and Marlon a big hug from us here in uh, lovely San Diego. And how do people follow you around? FocusDailyNews.com or find us on Facebook. And happy Thanksgiving, everyone. All right, buddy. All right, folks, we're going to take a quick break. When we come back, Brian Armstead's on the line. And he's got one that he wants to talk about, and I think he's pretty excited. The EQS 580, right here on You Ought to Know, FM 96.1, AM 1170, The Answer. All right, folks, welcome back to You Ought to Know, FM 96.1, AM 1170, The Answer. This segment is brought to you by John's Automotive Care. 
right there at 6267 Riverdale Street in San Diego. John's with an S, San Diego Auto Repair.com. Nap Auto Care, ASC certified, AAA, guaranteed clear, clear across the continental United States. You can also give them a call if you'd like at 619 280 All right, we got Brian Armstead on the line. Brian, how are you today? I'm great, Dave. How are you doing? Are you shoveling snow, or did you? They miss you? No, no, not a, not a single flake here in, in Maryland. Um, it is actually, it was. <coughs> pardon me. It's actually a beautiful day today. Great. A little chilly, but uh, sun's uh, you know nice and bright and shining, and mm. a good day today. So I'm actually in, in my driveway now, <clears throat> behind the wheel of the 2022. Mercedes-Benz EQS 584 Manic Sedan. It's a full electric, Dave, 94 MPG equivalent, miles per gallon equivalent on um, city, combined city and highway, 98 highway, 91 city, 340 miles of range. It's a sensational automobile, man. I'm I'm just kind of sitting here in awe of what the, the folks at MBUSA have done to uh, to kind of make this car really a first class effort. It's just stunning inside. I have mm. a beautiful white leather steering wheel in front of me that's thick and has a flat bottom. Digital gauges front, center, and to the right is a gallery because this is part of um, a 55 inch screen that Mercedes Benz calls a hyper screen. Basically, it's one large piece of glass and uh, plastic, plastic support on the background that stretches from door to door, and it's just absolutely stunning. And the uh, this hyperscreen is draped by uh, inset LED strip lighting throughout the cabin, including on the back of the headrest on the front seat, you know, the rear deck behind the rear row of seats. Mm. You walk up to the car, it senses the key, the door handles pop out at night. They're illuminated with LEDs. The headlights start to do a little dance, which is pretty amazing uh, because it's got triple LED headlights, and they just kind of do a little dance to welcome you into the car. The Mercedes-Benz three-pointed star is shining on the ground. Got in the car, started it up. Of course, it's quiet because it's a pure electric vehicle. Decided it was a little chilly. So I pressed the temperature gauge. And when I pressed the temperature gauge, Dave, the interior lighting went from blue to red to indicate that it was getting warmer. Uh, so that's pretty unique. So I went back in the opposite direction, and the lighting turned from red, uh, from blue, and it stayed blue uh, to let me know that, um, yeah, it goes to, to red when you uh, press it warmer. If it gets above 75 degrees and it stays blue, if you take it below 75 degrees. Mm-hmm. Now, that light can ch- that light is blue. The door panel lights happen to be blue, but I can change them to one of thousands of colors. So it's just a breathtaking full-lux automobile. And when I say full-lux, I do mean full-lux. It's got a base price of $125,900. It's got every luxury doodad and gigaw that you can imagine, um, you know, uh, on Earth. It's got Burmester Premium Audio, which sounds absolutely terrific. Mm. Uh, so-called Pinnacle Trim, which is a no-charge option. It's got a whole host of, uh, of options here, Dave. 
including $1,100 for a Neva gray headlight, I'm sorry, the head-up display, heated steering wheel 250 laminated safety glass with infrared protection. That's pretty cool, considering climate change in the country and around the world, $1,010. AMG interior line package, $2,100. It includes the perforated grip area on the steering wheel, galvanized steering wheel paddles, a bunch of AMG goodies, $2,100. $4,350 pinnacle trim, front multi-contour seats with massage, four-zone climate control, power rear seats, they, they uh, move forward and back and, and recline. Heated and ventilated rear seats, rear side impact airbags, comfort rear center armrest, and wireless charging. A total of one thirty seven seven twenty five, which includes a $1,050 uh, destination fee. Uh, what I like about the car, Dave, is that it is a Mercedes-Benz, which means it's one of the safest vehicles on the planet. The list of standard safety and security items is long. It's about 20 items listed here on the car sticker. Comfort and convenience, it's a Mercedes, it's top of the line. We could go on and on and on and on and on about that. What I love the most is that it it offers um, 200-kilowatt DC fast charging, so you can recharge this baby at a high-speed charger, probably go 80% in about a half an hour or so. And I just like the fact that Mercedes is taking a lead in the electrification strata. Now, they offer several vehicles that are electric, including the EQB SUV, 54.5, the EQS sedan starts at 102.310, the EQS SUV, which I drove recently, it's a sensational 104.400. That combines with partial hybrid models, and Mercedes-Benz, like other luxury brands, has a plan to and I, I forgot the exact year, but in the near future, they will be fully electric, as is uh, a whole lot of folks that are kind of making that jump right now. You can get this EQS in a 450-plus uh, mode or guys or 580-formatic guys. Um, the 450-plus has a really cool um, kind of supercharger on it to help keep you going. It's like an electric supercharger. I'm not sure if the uh, 580 has it as well. I did know that. I should know that because I just wrote a story about it for uh, for Forbes. But, um, <laughs> you know, somehow uh, <laughs> it's slipping my mind right now. But, um, I, I, you know, and I had a chance to compare the BMW 7 Series electric with this new EQS 580 electric. And I have to be honest with you, and you know I'm a dyed-in-the-wool Mercedes-Benz fan. Mm-hmm. I like the, the overall styling theme of the... 7 Series better than I like the overall styling theme of the EQS. Why is that, Dave? Mm. The EQS is large and it's long, but it does not look like an S-Class. And I love the look of the new S-Class. It's just absolutely stunning Mm -hmm. to me. It's the best mid-price luxury car in the market, bar none, 7 Series included. But when it comes to the electric model for the 7 Series, they took the exact same body style and electrified it. So they stripped out the gasoline powertrain and just, you know, every, the body is identical. And it, it creates that lineage of if you like the 7 Series, you can have your choice of gas or electric. If you like the S-Class, you don't have the choice of gas or electric. You have the choice of the S-Class, which is stunning, and the EQS, which is attractive, but it looks like an electric car. And, you know, it looks a little weird depending on the color and angle sometimes. Uh 
the wheels say it's electric, and I understand that because they're they're flat and they're aerodynamic. But the BMW looked more like a conventional luxury sedan that I like the styling of that just happened to be electric. Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. I appreciate uh, BMW for um, you know for taking that route, and so um, you know by by a very close margin, I would proclaim uh, the Seven Series my favorite luxury electric sedan right now. But that's only because of the styling. You get inside this S Class, and it just blows the BMW away. Uh, but you know, it's just a matter of whether you want a gorgeous interior, which I you know I like a lot. This thing is absolutely is king. Or if you want a, a gorgeous exterior. I just don't want to ride down the street in something that looks weird, like a Prius. I don't know if you, know, if you saw the new Prius that was uh, released at the L.A. show. They mm-hmm. finally made it a stunningly good-looking car. The problem with electric cars right now is that the designs are so radical that they just scream electric. And I don't know if I want that in a car. I just want to be able to drive what I want to drive. I want the status of a luxury sedan, but I don't necessarily want to, to have it Shout that I've made this choice, if you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. Yeah, if you know what I mean. So, you know, overall, it's a fantastic vehicle, Dave. Uh, it rides incredibly smooth. It, uh, it has, of course, you can have different modes for performance. You have Eco, you have Comfort, you have uh, Sport Plus, a Sport, and then you have an individual, <coughs> pardon me, individual, mm-hmm. where you can fine tune the parameters. I got to tell you, Dave, in sport uh, sport mode, this thing really hauls butt. It, it's very, very fast. And for a car that weighs several, you know, more than 6,000 pounds, you know, that's uh, that's quite uh, an, an, an incredible uh, uh, feat. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think it weighs more than 6,000 pounds because of the battery pack. Yeah. So, again, I don't have my, don't have my stats uh, right in front of me. But, um, I'm, I'm sure it is, yeah. Yeah. You can go to mbusa.com to spec out your 2022 EQS 580 formatic. I believe they have a full complement in stock. Uh, the uh, chip shortage and supply chain shortage seems to be waning a little bit. Uh, folks, if you're into electricity and you, and you have the means to afford this, it's a definite uh, terrific automobile. And hats off to uh, MBUSA for, uh, for, for bringing us to market here. I was going to talk about the new C-Class, but... That in its own right uh, is another very good car. It's gasoline powered. I thought I'd just give that some. It's fair shrift on another uh, segment of uh, you ought to know, Dave. Sure, I think I think that would be doable as well. All right. Well, hey, yeah. um, sounds great. What do you got? Any plans for Thanksgiving? Yeah, yeah I uh, uh, well actually uh, don't know for sure. Uh, my sister's daughter. My sister usually cooks every year, but her her grown daughter, she's thirty one, had a sickle cell crisis. So. Uh-oh. Family's kind of kind of dealing with that. She was hospitalized for a few days. Sickle cell anemia is a mm. blood disorder, right? Which causes the blood to shape like a crescent moon, and the little pointy ends get stuck in blood vessels. Mm. So uh, we're praying for her. Um, you know, we'll, we'll just play it by ear. Um, and um, I'll be headed to Germany on Sunday for a BMW reveal, and uh, we'll, there'll certainly be more to talk about. Uh, you know, when I get back from Munich. So. All right. uh, Happy Thanksgiving to you, Dave, with your lovely wife and all the dogs and all the folks in the KCBQ listening area. Brendan, of course, uh, to Kristen and her family. It's, yeah. it's always a pleasure. God, how long have we been doing this now, Dave? How many years? Six, seven years, something like that. Yeah, yeah, and it's, been a, it's just been great, man. It, I, it I has. I, with you. It's been a total joy having you on. Uh, you bring such a, such a great perspective 
uh, to the vehicles that are out there. And uh, I look forward to continually doing this and until we both retire and lay back on our yachts. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> All right, buddy. Hey, safe, safe, safe travels, safe travels. Enjoy Germany, and we'll talk to you down the road. Okay, happy Thanksgiving all. Thank you, Dave. Right back at you, brother. All right, we're going to take a quick break. When we come back, i got a great interview, a Forge 2023 trend report. Wait till you hear that. Right here on You Ought to Know, FM 961, AM 1170, The Answer. All right, folks. Hey, welcome back. You are listening to the You Ought to Know show. Right here on FM 961 AM 1170, The Answer. This segment is brought to you by Convoy Auto Service, 11370, or 3909 Convoy Street in lovely San Diego. Go to convoyautorepair.com, 858-560-9131, Napa Auto Care, ASC certified, AAA approved, warranty's good all the way across the continental United States. So if And bumper dock. Kearney Mesa, they changed their name to Collision Dock. That's right. They've moved up the ladder. They can take care of your complete auto repair, bumper-to-bumper, scratches, dings, dents, caved-in fenders, doors, roofs. All the insurance companies acknowledge them so you can have them work on your vehicle. And Just go to CollisionDock.com, CollisionDock.com. All right, talking to Jennifer Brace. She's the Global Future Manager for Ford. And she wants to just kind of lay out Ford's 2023 trend report. Take a listen. All right, folks. Well, hey, guess what? Ford just released their 11th annual 2023 uh, trend report. And we've got the expert online. We've got Jennifer Brace. She is a global future manager for Ford. So how the numbers come out, Jennifer? Hi. Well, you know, this year is maybe not a terrible surprise to people that um, that when we surveyed a global population, 16 different countries, we found out that people are feeling burnt out. <laughs> you know, they're feeling overwhelmed. And maybe that's not a big surprise considering we're in our, our third year of the pandemic. Um, but we are finding that people are looking for the silver linings and they're finding those. So it's not all doom and gloom, despite um, the fact that there's a lot of kind of fear, a lot of concern and stress um, around global instability, national instability, personal finances. So kind of hitting people on all fronts, um, which is where we see people kind of um, looking inward and trying to find their own silver linings and ways of coping with with the world around them. Yeah, because you're right. I mean, it is so crazy right now. I mean, I, I think it's shocking everybody. But, you know, it's no different. It's life. It's what we have to go through. And it's your job to keep track of these people and see, you know. And what do you do with just, – I'm mean, just curious. What do you guys do with this information? Do you share it with powers to be? Do you share it with the government? Uh, do you do it for internal purposes? What, what's the point? So it's a little bit of everything. We do publish it externally, so we are happy to share it with anyone who's interested in it. Um, but we, we use it internally as well. And ultimately, what we're trying to do and what we strive to do on, on my team specifically, looking at trends and futuring, is we're trying to understand what is consumer sentiment around the globe? How are people's 
kind of behaviors, attitudes, values? How are they shifting? How are we seeing them change from year to year? And how might that come back and impact our business? So we'll take a lot of this data, and it is purposely very broad in terms of um, we look well beyond the vehicle because um, we are really trying to understand what's happening in the world. And, and then we try to relate that back. So when it comes to the conversations that we have internally, we're trying to take those data points and then relate them back to how it might come back and impact our business or how it might come back and, and have an impact on a specific vehicle or feature or service that we at Ford Motor Company are looking to to offer. Yeah, it, I totally agree, and it's 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 very, very commendable that you're do, doing the due diligence, because I know this is not easy, and I'm sure even with today's environment, calling to get somebody to speak to you unless you're physically <laughs> in front of them, you know, that's hard, too, because nobody wants to answer the phone, nobody wants to tell the truth, you know, when they get a polar calling them and, find out what there's but but your situation is just you're kind of it's like you're giving somebody an opportunity to just say what they feel because we don't normally ask the general public how do you feel you know it's just you just have to live with what you have and that's never supportive yeah, that's a great point that it has gotten over the years uh I know at least I can I can say I'm guilty of picking up my phone less and less often, especially if it's something I don't recognize. <laughs> so, and, and, and we use help to get, to get people to answer the survey questions. So um, I know that their job is difficult, but luckily they do a great job and we get a really broad perspective um, across different demographics, different countries, different socioeconomic backgrounds, all of that. Um, so that it allows us to look and see what type of trends we see in the data when it comes to maybe it could be male versus female, where are their differences, where are their generational differences, um, things like that. So it lets us kind of cut the data in different ways, which is uh, really helpful when we're trying to, especially as an auto company, we're often trying to target very specific groups of people with different vehicles and things like that. So it becomes a really useful tool for us. Right, and, and you know, and a lot of people, you know, not necessarily this this report, but you know, the general consensus is the Gen Z uh, group are lazy. They're not going to work. They're just going to sit around and wait for free stuff. I have a hard time with that because, yeah, there's people out there, and all these different the Gen Z, the Y, the X, and even my happy little group, the baby boomers. There were always slackers, but then there were the hard workers. So I think that we can't, you know, we got to give Gen Z a little bit more credit than what we're giving them, don't you? And I'm sure you found that in your in your report as well. Yeah, you're right. You are absolutely right. Um, I think, you know, it's funny. Even if you go back uh, back thousands of years, I think that the the youngest generation always gets labeled with being the slackers. <laughs> <laughs> um, it doesn't matter. Like I'm, I'm guessing the boomers, when they were a younger generation, were also labeled as slackers. And then you know, you, yeah. you pass the pass the torch on to the next youngest. I think. Um, but you're right. Like they um, they are also working just as hard. I thought there was um there was something that we saw that was really interesting, where um, we asked generations, you know, if you felt like you had it better or worse than prior generations, and it was a fifty two percent of people felt like their generation had it better than those before me, um, and so that was kind of in the middle of the road. But what was really interesting to me was that we also asked the question it's going to be up to my generation to make things better 
And the overall response rate was 72% of people felt like it was on their shoulders. It was up to their generation. It was pretty even from Gen Z, um, millennials, Gen X, and baby boomers, where they all kind of felt this sense of responsibility that they wanted to make things better. Um, so I thought that was, that was a, a, a source of hope. Um, yeah. especially for our younger generations, you know, feeling like they want to make a difference and, uh, and everyone really feeling like, hey, it's up to all of us to make this a better situation that we're all feeling this kind of overwhelming stress. I totally 100% agree with you. And, you know, it's like I was, we, I was talking, the, the TV station I work at are all Gen Z. You know, I mean, it's a place mm-hmm. packed with them. And me being in the baby boomer realm at the far end of it, the perspectives are interesting. They're interested in what I what I felt back in my day versus what their experiences are. And I said, you guys have got your whole future ahead of you. You know, the politicians that are in office right now are not your politicians. Your politicians are coming. And it's going to be up to you to put the politicians in office that are going to do what you want them to do. So I said, you can't look at my generation politicians, you know, because they already had their run. So, yeah, it's really interesting. And you're right. It seems like, you know, my father said that the youth, oh, they're terrible. They're they're never going to get anything done. And, and every generation, I think, has done that. And all you can do is just hope that, you know, we, we these kids are themselves and they make the, the strives. You know, because a company like Ford Motor Company, they need thinkers. They need innovators. They need people that are out of the box, not just sitting home, you know, playing video games, which I don't think that's as rapid as what they say. Yeah, exactly. And, you know, I can uh, I can say I, that, you know, the video game uh, kind of playing I know happens across all all age groups. My husband is uh, 41 and plays video games very happily. <laughs> very happily. No, no, no. I got into it, too. And I, I mean, I had to get, my wife and I had to get away from it. I mean, she wouldn't even go to bed at night until she could get to another level. I it's addictive. That. I know. They know what they're doing. They know how to keep you in there. Oh, yeah, yeah. They're no dummies, you know. But, yeah. <laughs> I, I, so, I agree. I think I, I read over the report that was sent to me, and mm-hmm. I think there's a light at the end of the tunnel. It may not be as bright as we would like it, but I think there's so much confusion. Social media is still really needs Somebody needs to get a handle on that and get that straightened out. Uh, but I but I, I always enjoyed talking to you, to you when this topic comes up because I know you're passionate about it. And and you and you guys are truly making a difference. So I do thank you for that. No, well, thank, we thank you so much too because we think it's really interesting. So um, we're always happy to talk about it, and it makes me happy to uh, that there's other people who find it find it interesting like I do. Well, exactly, and I hope every radio station that you guys reach out to to pick up this interview picks it up because again, it's just you know, I don't care what anybody says, AM radio is not dead, it's not going anywhere, people still listen to it, and I think we have a big voice, and uh, I appreciate you taking time out of your day and giving me a call. Oh, well, it's my pleasure. Thank you so much for having me. All right, kiddo, we'll talk, because I'm sure we'll be talking down the road with more updates. That's right. That's right. Hey, how do people, if they want to go and read that report, what's the best place to go? 
yeah, you can go to FordTrends.com and you'll be able to see the full report. The great news is too, um, you can see our reports from prior years as well. So if you're curious to dive into even more data, you can see what people were saying in the last uh, 11 years as well. Cool. All right. It was really good talking to you. You have a wonderful, wonderful week. And uh, I'm sure I will be talking to you down the road. Perfect. I look forward to it. Thanks. All right, take care now. That's Jennifer Brace, Global Futures Forward Manager. Got a cool job. See ya. <laughs> Thanks. Bye. This program is sponsored by Dave Stahl. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.